0: Let's get ready to throw down. Hey, welcome to the show, everybody. Today, we are talking about mindset, fear, attitude, attitude. Mm -hmm. Um, And before we get too much into that, the net has a story from the field, which we were talking about earlier. And I said, we got to get this on the podcast.
1: Okay, so this is just an encouragement, basically, it's not really talking about mastering your emotions necessarily, but um, I got a call. Okay. So there's this group that the only way you get to see them, a medical group, the only way you get to see them is you have to take lunch for 50 people. So the very first time I go to this office, I'm like, all right. So I go to the restaurant and I get food for 50 people, beverages, the whole nine yards. I'm basically a caterer. And I'm walking to the second floor, which is where the lunchroom is.
2: And we don't mess around when we bring food. Yeah. We for try sure. to roll it yeah. out. You know, it's just what we it do. was a
1: pretty, it was a pretty setup. Our, yeah. So, um, I get everything set up. I have all my material ready and I have my little smile on my face ready for, you know, a great relationship bonding moment. The, um, one of the head don't girls, gotta tell that part. I know one of the head girls yeah. comes up and says, um, Oh, um, As people start coming in, she goes, oh, my goodness, you must be really embarrassed. And I said, (laughs) embarrassed? Embarrassed? And she's like, yeah, this is never going to be enough food. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm really sorry. Okay, well, I, being the little slave, I think, okay, I'm going to run. I go and get it. And, you know.
2: No, you go get more food. Oh, way more food. Yeah. Way more That wasn't enough.
1: Yeah. And so, well, at the end of the lunch, that went fine. It wasn't a complete disaster, except... Whenever it was time to leave, the food that I the additional food had not even been touched. There was still leftover food, so I decided I will never ever feed that group again. But I didn't want to completely give up. It's a really good group. I'm I'm familiar with the head guy, and so I I really wanted to um, continue um, approaching them.
0: So let's pause for just a second. Yes, sir. There's a lot of people who have never worked. In the pharmaceutical or medical device realm, and th- this was a bit of a shock to me whenever I started working True. with you guys. That lunches is your way in a lot of times. A, some of
1: the offices. Well, Bigger
2: it's off. like a gauntlet of hungry people, right? Well, let's call them a lunch
3: and learn. Mm-hmm. You're not just bringing a lunch to. No, French we food, we, right? we do
2: get down to brass tacks. There you go. But the door opener is because we because look we talk
3: about this a lot. Don't just bring bagels and breakfast burritos and expect huh. that that's going to make it sale. However, lunch and learns are very effective, right? Absolutely. Well, that's why it's, we get it. That's it's cool. one way to get people into a room that you otherwise couldn't maybe. Right. But
0: by the same time, these, <clears throat> excuse me, these front desk staff, they've got it figured out. Right. Yeah, so they, you, you they walk out. It's a learning. game. Yeah. And they pass you the calendar. They just kind of slide <laughs> it across the table and say, when do you want to sign up? And it's like six months away, right? Because these, everyone is, is doing oh this God. thing. And so when I started, I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. Absolutely. You know, we'll bring in lunch. I didn't know any better. And uh, bring in lunch, no time with the doc, right? And so then finally, I kind of wise up and realize like, what's going on? And then I'm like, hey, what day is the best day to make sure that I get a little bit of time with the doctor? Because my boss is going to be pissed. Right. And oh. Al, Al was never mad. This is just me telling yeah. a story, trying to build a rapport with this front desk lady who probably gets crapped on by every other salesperson who walks yeah, in the, the door. Gatekeeper. Yeah, Exactly. So if you've never sold in this room before, like this is just kind of how it works. So fast forward Nan, to the other part of the story. I, I just wanted to set that expectation that you're not just, you know, trying Bring to buy. Lunch. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Okay. So clearly I was done with that whole scenario. So <laughs> I was just like, you know, this is not going to work. So. um I just I have access via text to um, someone in the office, so I sent a text saying, "All okay, right, well, I'm I'm still out here, but I'm not doing lunch anymore." And they were like, "What?" And I was like, "Just not doing lunch. I, don't, yeah, I didn't. It, it's not necessary to explain it. You know, don't whine about it. I just I'm not doing that." And so um, being a I mean I a believer, I was I've been like, a, you know, Lord, you know, open that door for me, because man, I'm never gonna get in there again, probably. Every once in a while they'll send an order, but, um, yesterday I, I got an order that was huge and, um, meant, meant a lot, not huge in volume, but huge in, it was for the head guy. And so they call it noon at, you know, and immediately I respond and say, I will be there ASAP as soon as I get more information by, um, it was about two. I said, I will be there at four at three forty-five, I was at the door and they, the entire, you know, he, the head guy's just like, I can't even believe like, this is unusual and it shouldn't be unusual. That is whenever you can go above and beyond, you should go above and beyond. Now the expensive lunch, that's, I was even okay with that. <laughs> Another thing that have, but what I was going to say was, but, but when the staff, is disrespectful. One time, Al and I did a breakfast. I'll never forget this. We were setting up for the breakfast. I have two gallons of orange juice and this girl walks in and she goes, um, where's the apple juice? And I'm like, well, we I brought orange juice and she's like, oh, well, usually we get apple juice too. And I'm like looking at her going, listen chick.
0: But I didn't.
1: <laughs> I didn't. I did not say anything. I just went, oh, well, I'm so sorry. I hope you enjoy the apple juice because it doesn't, it's not advantageous to, um, you know, any, cause any adversity and, you know, what does it matter? You know, be the bigger person. And I know that sounds really cliche, but. But what, it's
2: free food. But who and cares? And you're gonna bitch. So,
1: <laughs> so being that it is potentially my day a little bit here, I would like to, I want to, I do want to talk about mastering your emotions, you know, from fear. And I'm not going to, you know, belabor it. I'm not going to go on and on about, how to control your emotions. But I do think it's really vital to look at, um, okay, if you're, if you're an eye and you have that really, I mean, I'm thinking in my head, listen, Chuck, but I'm not saying that. I just smile. And Al's like going, I'm taking you down. Like, you've got to be kidding. I mean, he's just furious. So, but you've got to master that. You, you can't be a jerk. It's just, it's not advantageous to your business.
3: So, one of the things that you did was uh, you interrupted the normal pattern. So obviously they have people do this all the time, right? They get apple juice all the time. <laughs> their their expectations are set to certain parameters from traditional sales, right? We're trying to break that pattern just a touch, right? And by you breaking that pattern of like, look, this is what you get. I'm here to talk about business. I'm not here to bring you breakfast. I'm not a caterer. I'm not Carl's Jr. giving you a free breakfast. Right? <laughs> Carl's Jr. You're no, going mean, deep, I, dude. I go deep, yeah. <laughs>
1: But, but, uh, but truly, this is what's great about the DISC tool. We are learning different <laughs> attributes about people. Learning
2: about needy people with <laughs> no, no manners. Well, so know we are learning, learning
1: but we learn how to react to those people, how to interact with them. So we don't cause, I mean, we, we need to be effective. What do we need to be effective? We need well, to be a, well, they, effective communicators. So, we need to get a good communication going on with our offices even if it's the front li- front line person because a lot of times that is the only way you're going to get to the sure. lunch
3: lunch and breakfast bagels coffee beers after work or vessels they're tools right. to get people to a setting that you can talk about business that otherwise you couldn't right so it it, it is an effective tool if somebody you call a cold call um or warm call it doesn't matter you call them and you say, hey, uh, I want to talk about business. And they shut you down quickly, right? And you have no chance. But you say, hey, you know, what if I bring in breakfast? You know, take some stress off you for the day. Let me get you an avenue um, to kind of ease your uh, nine o'clock. Let, let me ease that a little bit. I got your breakfast. Let's sit. Let's have some burritos. And then we'll talk about
2: business. It's just a tool,
0: right? It is. Yeah, uh, that's a good point.
2: But it can be an easy segue into permission selling, right? Would it be okay if I sure know, brought in yeah. some food? And, I, I think that's a good point. That's, a, that's a,
3: it's a great point. I, th- I think that, uh, so, uh, you know, into that segue is that you're using a tool to get you further down the road, increase your odds, right?
0: Exactly. The reason why I wanted Nana to share this story, because I think this is super important, right? Is that Nana's playing the long game, right? Because she could have been. Mm-hmm you know pissed off still at this woman and the staff well, and we sort of i'm not are. going out of my way <laughs> yeah but you know she was like ready on the spot like let me help you guys out and do and do everything else and then she got some face time with the doctor who was impressed with her efforts and everything else and he, the thing to remember is that you know the things that you're doing today are pro they might not pay off today right you might not realize you know, the cold call that you made or the networking meeting that you went to today, you might not get any fruit out of of that for months, right? How long ago was the breakfast or or the lunch you brought in?
1: Probably a year ago, but I will also tell you there's levels. So yesterday there's levels to sales as well. Don't look at just one thing, you know, before I went to that office yesterday, I was like, okay, I'm going to do something else. I'm not going to, I'm getting in here. So I'm not going to just bring this equipment. I'm going to do something else with this. You know, I called out. And I was kind of role played a bit, trying to figure out what would be appropriate. Not to, um, I, you know, I'm not trying to be devious or anything. It's just with with the with the doctor, I just really like the fact that I got in.
3: There it is, and
1: that's the nugget. Do something with it. You know, yeah. do as much as you possibly can without being obnoxious. Which I would like to share another story in reference to being obnoxious.
3: Can, can I stop you real you quick? See? Because you you shared a nugget that I want to I want to make sure we make a point of. Is that sometimes people expect a certain thing, and that and that's okay. Play their game, right? Look, I I play the game. I want to go to lunch, and I know that in my mind, they just want a free lunch. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll give you the free lunch, but you're gonna listen to me. Separate myself from
2: the other people that you do business with. Do you reach over and pull the, like yeah, pull the plate on? I mean no. a little, a bit, a little <laughs> yeah, bit. But you yeah, know, but that's right? like, I mean
3: that is that a thing for real? Yeah, sure, absolutely. It is a thing. It is a thing. <laughs> really? Um, okay. But but the point of it I is. I don't do lunches. That,
0: oh and well, maybe
3: you don't. But but a lot of people I do. do. So John, and in your, in your point that I don't do lunches, a lot no, of people only know how to do lunches. A lot. So that's Thank my you. sales game. That's sales my process. Money. I'm gonna take them to lunch. Now the difference is okay, lunch is a great tool because now I've got you here. And now you you pretty much have to listen to me, whether you want to or not. You're yeah. you're face to face with me. That's something that a cold call doesn't always succeed at. Absolutely. Right. Oh, it definitely
1: gives you more time.
3: Right. So now you've got a face-to-face. Now your process begins in separating yourself from other people that have done what you've done. And that's what I I think, Nan, from gathering from your story is that, hey, look, you played the traditional game. So traditional that people expected you to bring a certain juice versus this juice. But now. You've got an audience. Now you've got something to build on. If you hadn't played that traditional game just a touch, you didn't have anything to build on. And maybe you're not that hungry. I, I get that. For me, if you tell me you should have brought apple juice instead of orange juice, go fuck yourself. I'll take my orange <laughs> juice. <laughs> and look, I'll go back to, I'll go deliver it to my thing. But Okay, I'll but
1: be- the reason that's not a good idea, Clint, I, I I maybe in your field that might work because it's all these tough guys, right? But in Clint, my opinion, Clint feel- is a pretty
0: tough guy, as we found out <laughs> l- last week.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So we'll talk about that potentially later. Um, yeah. But what I was going to say was to please this person, this female, which, oh, you know, I even hate to say female, but unfortunately, it was a female that made the apple juice comment. <laughs> and aren't Snarky you embarrassed? Remark. Snark. And uh, what I want to say about that is that I have to tolerate and it's not it doesn't take much to tolerate you're just like whatever you're, you're like my four-year-old i'm sorry you know you don't you don't even care but to i have to have that moment with those people to get to the main person who doesn't have those same feelings okay. i even so, said to that doctor oh, that is weird hold on though like, that's sorry
0: that's naturally in your toolkit yeah right it's not naturally in this guy's toolkit
3: w- which brings a really good segue to the topic, it should of the be now. It should right? be Clint. So, um, <laughs> I think it should be um, wins and losses, right? So, you win sometimes. <laughs> I win sometimes. I think that I think they're both effective tools, which is very important in the disc personality exactly. realm.
1: Exactly, we need to bring all of it into our. Well,
3: the the point of it is is that head trash is different for everybody. Mind monsters are different for everybody. Uh, these things, right? That that really uh, trip us up. They do. Yeah. Right. And that's that's the topic for tonight. Yeah, exactly. There
1: we are. <laughs>
0: So
3: my point is, is that what you're talking about, Nanette, is that something might have gotten under your skin that you didn't allow it to, but would have got underneath John's skin, Al's skin, my skin, right? And how do you deal with that?
0: Oh, because we have different, you know, hashtag triggers, you know, to use the, the, sure. the common vernacular, right? And it's different. I think or the personality type, right? This, the thing, I just think
1: you should have a high tolerance. Have a high yeah, tolerance, but of not every, but, but how not do you cultivate
0: every, that? Yeah. How do you cultivate a high tolerance? Do you well, just go out and get beat up verbally <laughs> by by your prospects. Well,
2: but yeah, sometimes.
1: And you just yeah, it's it's over time. You go okay, that was silly. I don't even care because even care.
2: At, a, at a it's like a crying child sometimes.
1: Yes. right? because you're going to look yes. at
3: the ends of this table, right? And you're not going to see emotional involvement. Yeah, right. So the thing is is that you've you've insulted us and now we're <laughs> This
0: is this is the difference between people driven and task driven. That's right. So because me and, I, me yeah. and
3: John are looking at each other like, "Oh, I'm with Hell you no, buddy. Yeah. I see I see your <laughs> I see your fierceness coming about." Yeah, the anger. Um, but you know, talking about uh, especially these these things that you build in your head um with this gatekeeper that might tell you I need apple juice versus orange juice. Um, how do you how do you deal with that? Okay. You
1: know, be- I I'll tell you how you deal with it. You think with the end in mind. You're like, if I go, listen. Call her a bad name, or you know, just. But you something. would never do that. I would never do that. And but Clint
0: wouldn't do that there in the office either, right? It I mean, would. The I mean, end. I, I don't mm. think so. <laughs> but but. Choose your says. words. Choose your words. <laughs> but to
2: that point, you just don't let that get you off your game because yeah, you're, prof- you're not that a you're not a professional. If yeah. if that's all it takes to get you off your game and disrupt your pattern of. You know, success. Then you're pretty damn weak. In my well, opinion. I'm
3: going to tell you a weakness. That's a nugget right there. I'm going to, yeah, you're right. And I'm going to tell you a little weakness that I had Friday night at a football game here. And because, because <laughs> look, we're in Texas, right? <laughs> I
1: this thought fu- it was Saturday night. Oh, No, no it was no, Friday this, night. This is too, Friday night. Okay. Oh yeah, no,
3: this is this is Friday <laughs> night football in Texas, right? High school football game, big deal, right? Mm-hmm. So I bought tickets for one sideline. I didn't know put you were on
2: the visitor's side <laughs> <No, no, no. laughs> and all no. your friends are sitting no. across the way? So here's what
3: happened. So I went to our <laughs> hometown field, but I used to live in the town that was playing us. Oh. I had a lot of friends on the sideline. We were texting back and forth, waving at each other. This is fun. At halftime, I'm going to cruise over there and say hi. It's fun, right? Uh, so when I walk across, they say, oh, actually, you bought tickets for the other sideline. Oh, God. Fucking bitch! I mean, that's—I mean—in my heart, that's—and my wife will tell you, like, dude, this guy went nuts.
2: Like, you can't exchange. Them yeah, out I was and just like, say, hey, look, I made a mistake. Give me the, the de- ticket. You know, the- but here's the deal: like,
3: uh, my personality doesn't deal with that real well. Like, you just told me I can't do something, but yet I paid a ticket to be at this high school football game that doesn't mean shit to the world, right? <laughs> but I.
2: I guess you're not going home. (laughs) No.
3: Yeah. So, but anyway, the lady told me like, Hey, look, you bought tickets over there. You can't come over here. I'm like, okay. But the reason that they do that is because they don't want me sitting in somebody else's seat, but you have a pile of 300 tickets that are unsold. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Which means that there's 300 empty seats. So what's the matter if I go over there? Deductive reasoning. Right. But anyway, she got in my head. She screwed my world up and I got so angry. That I called this lady mm-hmm. who did could you, be my grandmother's saying.
2: age a lot of
3: words.
0: Ah. Oh.
2: <laughs> she probably works for the judge in town. But, li- <laughs> but listen, I'm not Clint's saying. Clint's getting a speeding ticket soon. 100%. <laughs> yes.
3: And I'm not saying I'm right. As a matter of fact, all the way home, I had to deduct all of the things that I just did. And it was not pleasant in my own mind. Knowing what I know about personalities, knowing how to work through these big brain grenades, really, really analyzing myself, I was ashamed. For yes. the for one of the first times in yes. my life, the I was yes. really ashamed.
1: That's, but what, that's such strength. It, I mean, I'm so it proud is, of you. But the thing you is, is do. like
3: this lady who means nothing in my world means nothing to me, but she held all the power. She was either going to let me go or not. Ladies and gentlemen, she's a gatekeeper. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Damn right she is. I'm. But I'm. Serious. I mean, I in, in the, the literal, literal sense, sense. In, she's a gatekeeper. Yeah, in the no. sense, yeah. and
3: and and she denied me access. And I had every right to be there. Not but on that got, side you didn't. But, <laughs> but listen, she got so far in my head and I built it up so much that I was, I, I emotionally reacted. Yeah. And I lost the battle. Yep. And that makes me mad because how many freaking times do we do that in sales?
1: Okay, if y'all hear nothing else, hear that tonight because you have got to be intentional about creating habits that are better, that improve ourselves. We've got to do that. That's that's what this should be yeah, doing yeah. is helping you so, improve. Because
3: I could tell you, I could have sold my way through that. Well, for sure. 100%. And everybody out there listening, well, like, dude, you could have done this. You could have done that. Yeah, I could have sold my way through that. Hands down, I know that. What happened was is I let emotions get involved. I let her get into my head, not me in my own head. Mm-hmm. Right? And she blocked me out from thinking. Logical, emotional thinking. She blocked me out of my own head. I let her do that. I'm here to tell you folks, gatekeepers do it all the time.
0: Yeah. For gatekeepers sure. will do it to you all so, the time. So let's get back on topic. I right. thought that was on topic. Well,
1: sorry. it, it, no, it is second. to a point, but. Okay. So we're talking about emotions. Um, emotions. So one of the emotions I think that is overriding, I think a lot of people, I don't know if a D, which is Clant, is going to say that he has this feeling, but I think a lot of us have fear. I mean, there's different t- types of fear. There's a good fear. You know, I have fear of, uh, I have awe, which my fear is awe for the Lord. And y'all probably have, I have fear for snakes. Okay, I have a great snake story too that I'd like to share if I could. That's fear. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever my youngest son is just Mr. Adventure, and even when he was little, when he was four years old, there was a black and red and white snake, striped snake, crawling across a um, fence. We both see it. He runs over and grabs it and I'm going, Oh my gosh. But he knew at an early age, because he loves snakes. He knew that it was whatever red and I don't even know what the well, saying is, but he knew. So he didn't have a fear. I had a huge fear. So why do I share that story? Sometimes fears are so. convoluted. It, it's not even valid, but you've made your brain think like For this. Sure? this guy that I know he's, terrified to fly and he's a minister and he flies everywhere because he's always on mission trips and he said i just have to like get my brain you know to calm down and realize if i want to go there i've got to get i've got to get in the airplane you know
3: i I talked to a gal today she was saying she's going to go on her first trip ever first plane ever shit i flew 190 times last year what's your fear i mean literally you could get struck by lightning Better odds than yeah, flying. Sure. So, in what's your fear? And she said, "Well, you know, I'm just afraid that it's going to crash." Hmm. Do you do you fear getting in your car every day? Do you fear uh, going to work every day? Right, because yeah. it's in, the same
2: chance in your right? car. There's only a white stripe but, between you and death. But right?
3: somebody right. has built that, that exactly monster in their emotions. Exactly,
1: and that's yeah. what it is. And I, I believe I've already told this story, but um, whenever I first started in sales um you know my boss was like okay um here's the dfw area. and i'm like oh my gosh but i was my fear was pushed aside because i needed to make money for my family so i was like mm, all right got it and i just got out there and did it and then you know that happened one time whenever i was um training for a big company in in new jersey same thing i was like oh my gosh this is overwhelming but I was like, I've got to make money. Do it. And then one time this girl that's amazing um, would call, you know, on a regular basis, she would call me and go, I can't get out of the car. Like, they're not going to, they're not going to buy from me. I don't know. And she's beautiful. She's smart. You know, she's got great product, but she's sitting in her car and she's just like, oh my gosh, what do I do? They're not going to buy from me. I don't want to do this. This is terrifying. And I was like, okay, well just stay in the car then because You know, that, that'll get you nowhere. And that's where you are right now is nowhere. You have no numbers or get out of the car, get in there and give it your best shot.
3: Well, that's interesting because I look at that very similar uh, to that perspective of what do you have now? Yeah. You got zero now, but you could have one. You
1: go and you do eventually you will have. And every single time you make a mistake, you get better. It's, I know it's a cliche and, Dr. Daniel's probably laughing at me, but it's the truth. No, it's not. You've got to screw up. It's not a
3: cliche. It's, uh, but one of the things that you're, you might hear is that out of all four personalities, Mm D I S and C that motivation brings a lot to the table. How motivated are you to get out of your comfort zone?
2: But I think it's leverage. You have to get some leverage against the fear that you have, whatever that may be.
0: And how do you get that leverage? Well,
2: okay. It, it okay because fear is, is is pushing one direction, and you have to decide. This is how I feed my family, or this isn't a rational way to think about the job that I'm trying to take on. Maybe I should do something else. I mean, if you can't get past something, you're gonna you're not gonna enjoy it. You're not gonna you're not gonna you know you're not gonna be the best that you can. Right. So
3: so to that point go around the room a little bit because I'd love to hear how a C
2: <laughs>
0: gets I'm the hardest person to motivate on and, the planet well that's
3: why that's yeah. why I'm asking you first is yeah. so yeah. In, in in that perspective how do you how do you push yourself through a fear
2: because
3: uh, you because so let's set the stage a little bit yeah
0: 6 John,
2: times 4 is 24
3: yeah okay
0: <laughs> slide <laughs> so, rolls exactly yeah. let me put it on my calculator so, so
3: John is very analytical line item spreadsheet type of guy mm-hmm. uh, has to be uh, proof in the pudding has to see the win to go after the win,
0: for sure. Right. So, how I do you like push that. your
3: fear? How do you push through your fear without having that data? Because yeah. cold calling or initial things that
0: that doesn't you don't have any data for sure. So, uh, a couple of points here that I think are important to make. I'm fact driven, right? As a CM, fact driven and task driven. So i I am not the persona who normally starts a business, like. You don't see a lot of C's. If you see a C in a business, they typically work for a company for so long. They're a CFO. And then they realize, you know what? I might be able to make a little bit more, ne- a little bit more money if I leave and then consult for the company. Mm. Right. And and that's the normal path that you see for like engineers and consultants and stuff like that. Okay. So for me to start with nothing, it's just ca- kind of the side hustle. Uh, that's why I'm so thankful for Jeff. Right. Because he was like, hey, help me build this thing. Right. And he was the visionary and I was just the guy there to offset his eye-ness because he was an off the chart. I still is. And that was my proof. That was my proof that I could do this thing, which is very odd because it, if that had not happened, I would never be here.
3: Okay. So speak to now, now that you've learned that stuff, mm-hmm. you get faced with things that are uncomfortable for you. And I, and I know you pretty well at this point that you're very quick to build some some things in your head to say i'm not chasing that the facts aren't there
0: um so i i do a couple of things um first we're we're creative people and this is going to sound very odd for a c to say this but journaling is like one of my biggest outlets right like every day i write in a journal that's specifically meant for that task and i talk about uh gratitude talk about affirmations i talk about things that are bothering me and what happens for me is that the minute that I put that down on paper, it can't grow to expand to anything else, right? So you so you're looking at the cold call, right? This guy's gonna tell me no, and the next five hundred people are gonna tell me no, and then I'm gonna be out and I'm gonna be broke and and all. Yeah. that's my that's our mind just being creative. Like, like that's just what we do as humans.
3: Well it's also you dealing in your your past facts for, for your sure. data retention. Maybe. I've made 500 phone calls. Yeah. I've got one. Do I really want to make another 500 phone calls? But at,
0: but at that point, Probably it, should it's, quit. Not, Probably should quit. it's not it's not a <laughs> rational yeah, discussion. It's my fear running headlong to, oh, my God, this is going to be so bad. But the minute I write it down, it encapsulates that it can't grow anymore. Okay. So then I can go back and I can look at this thing and be like, oh, that's the worst thing that can happen? That's nothing.
3: Well, and it's I interesting think. because okay. I think I like that uh, if I had to speak for me and Doc, which I will.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks uh, for that. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I think that we also do the same rationalities. We don't write them down. We don't journal. We do that in our head. We do it a process. I write write, write a lot of stuff. Well, let me speak for me then.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nanette has got a page full of notes over here for this topic tonight, which I love. Well, I think there's certain personalities
3: that works really well for it. And I encourage it because, um, you know, I've heard people talk to me about problems. I have this problem. I don't know what to do. My first advice is always, have you wrote it down? Have you talked to somebody? And that's not natural for that's me.
0: That's so funny to me that that's yeah. your first. I,
3: I don't do that. Yeah. I, just <laughs> I advise I condition. advise that, right? Do um, that. Because I see it work for so many personalities, right? But if I was talking to a, a high D about what you're going through, John, I would say, well, have you worked through it in your head? Have you weighed out the scenarios on your drive home? That's 45 minutes long. Have you, have you done all that? Have you run through the scenarios and, and look, journaling is a a step past that. And I think it's really effective. I I don't do that real well. um, But what I do is I work that in my head. Um, And I think it's very effective as well.
0: The other thing to consider is uh, you need to know how you're motivated. You know, some people like you two, Alan, Clint, if you get a closed deal, you're fired up. Like, cool. Next one. Let's go get it. Sure. I'm motivated by loss. Right. So I'm not the guy who's gonna who's gonna close a deal and then wants to jump onto the next call to like clo- close the next deal but if I lose a client then mm. I'm hustling to get that oh. covered back up it's a good point right so you so you have to understand how you're motivated are or you, are, are you motivated by are you motivated by gains are you motivated by loss yeah. and if you're not motivated by gains like this is gonna be hard for you because most companies if you're not working for yourself, it's what have you done for me lately? It's a quota system. Exactly sure. right. Absolutely. You, gotta you, meet you,
3: that. you said the word motivate, which is once again, you're in your uncomfortable zone. Something's made you uncomfortable, and you and you really don't know how to deal I with that. Fix it. Uh, you know, mo- that's
1: what I was going to say. But
3: motivation gets you through that. But However, you're motivated. I was you totally
1: going to say that. I expect then. I'm going to. I expect I to win. I expect to win. Wow, I thought you were saying. I keep it on the way I said expect. I expect to win, and I expect I'm going to win. And when I don't, that I, that's what I I totally agree with you, John. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is not okay. I'm going to fix this.
2: I think that a lot of us, when we're new to sales, we don't have. I mean, we can listen to the guy this. Training us or the training process, whatever company you go through to to get to finally have your territory or have your your events, you go in with like this mixed bag, right? You're you're excited because you got this potential, but it's unrealized. You hadn't made any sales yet, and you end up with a you know uh, I think I got this. The little engine that could. The little engine that could. And I mean, you you beat your head against the wall sometimes and you have no success, but you're new at it and it's expected. It's allowed. I think the biggest uh, hurdle that sometimes happens is when you've been successful and you go through uh, a dry run. Let's talk I'm, about I'm that. I'm going through
0: that right now. Yeah.
2: Let's talk about that, that right?
0: Because that's a different fear entirely, right? Yeah. You get your knees nice chopped out with, yeah. with like 14 or 15 no's. Sure.
2: And you say, I'm better than this.
0: I've been better than this. I've had yeah, Hopefully. Better- Right? Well, hope left the
2: fucking building. That,
0: right? Well, but like what yeah. I'm saying, hope's though, a, is there's a
2: stripper at Cowboys.
3: There's a
0: ton of people who don't have that much awareness around like, hey, why why am I in a slump, right? They just blame it on the prospects or they blame it on their boss or their product offering or the company or or any <laughs> any other things so that way they, sure. they can so avoid they taking own ownership. Yeah, you know, what, right? you know own what's it.
3: funny is that the better I run my process, when I get a no, it's actually more devastating than any time... A, other than that because oh God, i love it No, yeah well i get that but what i'm saying is i've run my process you qualified we should have been 100 close, and then it disappeared man what the heck happened
2: no and, i agree that is a tough and
3: that's tough that's for tough. me because um You're like everyone, what went wrong we're going to tell you over and over again at least i will trust in the process trust in the process exactly. and then the process there's just unforeseen things right but
0: but if you're betting on your process to return 100%. No, no, I'm not saying that that's not trusting the process. Well, you're hoping let and me, that's wrong.
3: Let me go a little bit further in that is when the process fails, because it may, right. And not, not fail. Ultimately fail one oh. or two or percent of the time.
0: I will argue with this
3: until like we okay, both die. But hold on. Continue. When you do that, <laughs> when, when, that happen, when that happens, when that happens, when that happens, your, your mind builds these blocks that says, Oh, F my process. I don't, I don't need that anymore. Okay. I think a lot of salespeople do that. We trust in the process. It wins, wins, wins. And then we lose and we say, you know what? F it.
2: Or you start going through, well, I'll try this and I'll try that. And yeah. and you get lost. Okay. That's what i You saying. get lost in the okay. weeds. It's so, real easy to get out there and, and. Yeah. Just speak to the topic today
3: that you may trust in your process 100%. And it may win you 70 well, 80% of the time. But that twenty percent of the time it doesn't. Don't stray away from your process. Yeah. If it's winning, don't try to That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So don't focus on the twenty percent
2: failure because look, guys, there's anomalies. Guys, I think you're missing it though, because I think those failures start to play on our emotions, and then we let our emotions start to drive. I think we're saying I think we're both I think we're both saying that. Yeah. Yeah. So, there's when you have to choke yourself back. That's what
1: we're talking about. Master your emotions.
2: Those
3: drivers that push us to win 80% of the time,
2: it doesn't even matter. Because you're like the guy in the horror show that's running the wrong way. You're running towards the villain.
3: I I say a lot of big numbers a lot of times. 70%, 80% in the win ratio column. I don't don't mean that. I mean that for my industry, right? So, sometimes maybe a 3% hit ratio for you in your industry is a winning thing. And,
2: and, and be a professional baseball player, right?
3: Exactly, right? Moneyball, right? Yeah, we're yeah. playing Moneyball here. We are literally Absolutely. playing Moneyball.
0: Right? You know, in the to take it outside of sales realm. You know, because I played poker for a while, and uh you know, if you lose the last seven hands and you and you've had aces, right? And I've had this moment where I'll get aces and I'll win a hand and I'll get aces again by just some sheer luck and I'll and I'll win again and then like the next hand I get kings and I just know in my head I'm going to I'm going to lose this one.
1: you know
0: no way no way am I going to win which three is crazy in a row. which is, right. is crazy because kings per- yeah, percentage lead is such say. a high I was win say, you, you
1: have you, to a sea can't see
0: the speak. odds but you but, you,
3: but like, you've seen the win so many times how could you how could you expect this one to be a win?
0: In that in that moment of weakness, right? When you're when yep. you're emotional, right? And the, and, and the emotions are leading the charge. It happens to seize yep. as well, that's right? Because you lose your... Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Because, because just you harder. just
3: lost your analytical data and you operated on emotion. Absolutely. And yeah. so that's that's the point of today. I'm not that. a robot not, all the
0: time. I'm saying, Kings, <laughs> I'm owning
2: <laughs> Vegas. <right? laughs> I think I'm bringing the house down. I'm you know, like, this is going to last forever. But it's
3: a pretty good analogy. Is that you win so many times and now you've got a winning hand and you've got these reservations and
0: why yeah,
3: why? Or, and, and or, what what's stopping you from moving forward? Well, because I won so many times this one's exactly. bound to be a loser.
0: Or the thing is, right? To use another poker analogy, is jacks, right? Because like I know a lot of people, and and they're like, oh, I, I'm just gonna fold jacks. I'm like, why are you folding jacks? Like percentage wise, that's I but mean, you're sweating
2: kings, and it just came out of your mouth. I though, understand, right?
0: Because in that moment, I'm not the emotional one. I'm not. I'm yeah, not making the emotional decision. But what a perfect example of
2: point. of mind monsters building
3: in
0: your brain. Oh, of course, absolutely, right? they
3: happen. They even I they mean do. and yeah. they eat. They eat away at you, right? And in the. The point of it is, is that each one of our personalities overcomes that differently and deals with that differently. And I I think that we got a really good look at you as a C, John, on how you kind of deal with that. Nanette, as an S, what do you deal with overcoming the odds?
0: Or hold on, can we back up for a second? As an S, what's your biggest concern when you're calling on a new prospect? What's your biggest fear that you're going to get a no? Or that they're not going to like you, or that you won't be able to build rapport. What What do you think the biggest concern for an S is when they're calling on a prospect? That I'm
1: not going to make what I'm trying to sell to them, which I hate to use the word sell, but that—that's
3: what you do. I know, but I don't
1: know why. I just I wish there was no, because it's a nasty. It's got a negative connotation on the word sell. That they're not that they're not going to buy what I want. Even if, and and it happens sometimes, even if that's something they're like, yeah, I really like it. I really think that's a great idea or whatever, you know, you get the positive, but then they still don't do it because they just don't want to change. They don't want to step into something that, yes, sir.
2: So when you're sitting in the car, you're thinking, shit, I should have brought apple juice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: So uh,
0: hold on real quick because I want to go deeper into this, but I'm curious, Al, as an I, if you're calling on a brand new prospect, Mm -hmm. like what's your biggest, fear crickets
2: yeah i know sorry for the crickets sorry to put you on the spot no i don't don't know that he has one i i take it as it comes it's always something different so i just kind of go in as a blank slate i really try to go in as a blank slate now it doesn't mean that i don't get like pissed at somebody for wanting apple juice when i brought the orange juice yeah but at, at a certain point i'm like. Thanks for telling me that, you know, Um, you said that for a reason you just if you're going to predispose yourself to an attitude or a train of thought before you go in other than here's my product knowledge. Let me go investigate my client or my prospect and let them bring it to you. Don't
0: react until you need to. Well, that's the that's the martial arts metaphor, right? You know, if you're going into the fight thinking, "Oh, you know, I got to yeah, yeah, I got to do this," oh, do the this, guy's left hand is whack, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? right? I thought he was right-handed, exactly. right handed exactly. Odds were that he I would. I should be. have
3: studied in that a little more last
0: week. <laughs> 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 I'll,
3: I'll train you up. So, uh, not really. So,
0: Clint, how, as a D, what's your biggest fear when you're calling on a new prospect?
3: Um, first of all, fear. My mind is a weak ass fucking word. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course it is. <laughs> uh,
0: but my, my but biggest reservation—reservation. Reservation, oh I better. Okay, let's qualify this to like protect your ego. <clears throat> my Go biggest ahead. reservation exactly.
3: to protect my ego
0: is—is
3: <laughs> is that I'm it wrong. Feels now. That I'm wrong.
0: Wrong about what?
3: Um, yeah. That I'm providing something to you that you don't need something that you've told me that I thought you needed, that you didn't. How do you I've, know that if you don't ask? I brought you orange juice and you wanted apple juice. That's a fear like that. I'm just going to be wrong. Simply put. So um, simply
1: put, all of every single one of us, it's pride. We're so selfish. We're so worried about our egos, you know. Well, it's just like, All right.
0: So mine, that's, that's, as a scene, just real quick, my biggest fear is that you have a problem and you're not going to let me fix it. That's my biggest concern. Yeah. No, right. I mean, because, I, because I want to fix the problem so yeah. bad and I have to stop myself all the time from giving away too much information or so, to like starting them down that path.
3: But listen, John, I think you make a great point there because most natural salespeople, that's a problem. We want to, oh, we're, for sure. we're there to solve your problem.
0: Yeah, we I want to solve your problem. I don't yeah. know that it's as much of a Dude, C thing as
3: it's, it is. It's a salesperson thing because DIS and C, we, I think we all have that.
2: Well, a, I think it's a problem for a successful salesperson. Because you've been in and you've fixed and you've handled and you've helped and you've made money doing that. So you walk in with this level of confidence because you've been good at what you've done and you think, well, you've helped other people.
3: Yeah, that's all right. You've had some success. The
0: mistrust, right? You walk in feeling somewhat accomplished because you've helped a bunch of other people doing this. And then this person is like, I don't know if you can help me or not. It's like, listen, I I do this for a living. Like, this is all I do. And you don't think I can fix your problem? I'm going
3: to go back a little bit because my biggest fear in life as a D is always the same word. It's embarrassment. Right? So, I, I may not have said that before, but it's, You have said that. You have said that before. Yeah. 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 Embarrassment to me is the ultimate failure. Right? So, even if I, you know, I brought you orange juice and you wanted apple juice, that's embarrassment for me that I didn't do my homework and I didn't understand your needs.
2: So, where... Eyes are naturally self-deprecating in a lot of senses, right? Or not all of us, but you know, it, you. It, it's a it's a re- <laughs> it's a release though to say, "Oh, I'm it's the old man syndrome." You know, I fall back on that all the time. Well, you know, I'm old and I drink, right? <laughs> and and it sort of gives you that little bit of a pause and sure. takes the barrier down that's, sometimes. That's a, with that's a good
3: solution because I could use that too. You know,
0: oh, my like, solution for the apple juice orange juice lady as a c okay so now a days it'd be like oh i'm sorry did we talk about that
3: yeah well <laughs> that's what i would do yeah that's right? that's oh, a like very easy right? c- answer because, yeah.
0: because if, if you give me a fact
3: i didn't get the tps report Where's the memo? pretty much right yeah, you know
0: right. but uh but that's only after doing all this work right because yeah. i'm a lot like you clint as the d right because i don't like to be wrong it's not it's not a it's not necessarily the same thing as being a being embarrassment but i don't want my facts to be incorrect
3: well let's put it this way if me and you step up in front of a thousand people to speak Mm -hmm. on a subject and i'll be
0: i'll be better but go ahead
3: yeah i doubt that so (laughs) we talk about the same subject in front of a thousand people my fear is not public speaking although it may look that way because i'm nervous Mm
0: -hmm.
3: my my nervousness comes from embarrassment that it, I'm gonna be better than you? Hardly. Well, but because my you know, fear my fear is that what I'm than... my fear is that I'm conveying a message that I know is right and I've done the research and I've done the study on it. And my fear is that they won't get it, or they'll ask me a question that I'm that I may not be able to answer off the cusp, you know. So that's embarrassment to me. And so do uh, you do you
0: avoid the public speaking opportunity? No, not at all.
3: Uh no, that's not the no, I don't at all. My point is, is that when I go into that, I have reservations in my mind and soul. Okay. And those reservations don't come from not knowing the facts, not knowing what I'm talking about. It's that somebody may call me out and I may not have an answer about it. That's embarrassment to me. Professional embarrassment.
0: It's crazy to yeah, But why? Because I, I'm not, I'm not wired that way. No, I right? get it. Well, duh. Right. Well, no I, mean, shit. I mean, I'm fact driven. Right, so oh, shit. if you ask me a question about a fact I don't know, I have no ego in this idea of like, oh man, I'm dumb well, now because, that's, that's because, a key because point. I don't
3: know this. That's a key point. Is ego, right? Once again, ego. Yeah, uh, I'm ego driven. But I think the I think the point of driving this home is that we all have fears, maybe on the same public speaking. Right, we all have fears for different reasons. For sure one one person might say, oh, I don't want to speak in front of these people because they're experts and I'm not a better expert than they are. That would be you, right? I don't have all the data that they may have. Mine is embarrassment that
2: I might get called out. But we go, uh, there's one thing to say about physicians. They're usually pretty intelligent guys and linear thinking is on their side, right? Yeah, they, for sure. they can follow the dots and, and they occasionally ask a question that's kind of challenging. But never to embarrass you, never to hurt your feelings. Or mm. I mean, people just aren't that way. But I, just- I deal with that every day. I deal with engineers in that way. Well,
0: so
3: engineers in construction, they will try to look for your weak, weak spot. Okay. Oh, you didn't know that, that you needed a, you know, a uh, grease trap there? Oh, I, I didn't know you're the engineer. I, I didn't know. I just build this shit for a living.
1: But well, they're
3: looking for that.
1: Ultimately, though everybody from surgeon to me, everyone has a skill.
2: That's like seven
3: That people.
1: they've studied. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> that, <they've, laughs> that you've studied one particular thing and that's your strength.
2: Guy pushing the brooms like, <laughs> yeah, I'll work with surgeons. All right, hold on,
0: hold on.
1: <laughs> so uh, I just, just want to make that point that so to whenever I first started in sales and medical sales, I, a couple of people were like, oh man, you call them neuros? Like, is that scary? And I'm like, why would it be scary? I mean, it's not scary because I'm not going in to perform the surgery. I'm there for a completely different reason. That's my skill. I'm not trying to be them. So I, I'm totally confident I in agree who with, I am. With you, what you just have to said. be confident in where you are. Don't, you know, put your, uh, your thoughts on someone else and try to mirror them what? in their profession. You try to figure out how to talk with them, communicate build a relationship. That's all I'm there for. I'm not there to perform the surgery is or that, help them in surgery.
0: Is that learned behavior for you? Or do you, do you have access to that? Just
1: well, you know, out of the box? that was initially a, I, I did that from the start very beginning, That's I'm trying to very beginning. I, I was like, no, this is silly. I don't have to worry about that. But I do think that I've had mentors my whole life. I think if you don't have someone that you can role play with or, be built up with, and you know, build your self esteem. Everyone should have a mentor. I think that's really important too. But I, th- I think Dr. it Dan.
2: goes to no matter what you do. If you pour coffee, pour the best damn cup of coffee, mm-hmm. and it'll 100%, reflect. Hundred percent. Well, if you're if you're a bartender, make the best drink. If
0: you push a broom, that room is spotless. Well, and that goes Those back are, to to Nan's story, yeah. right? I mean, how many other people would have been able to? To, to get the equipment that they needed in crunch time and have it there and be able to communicate, you know, and set expectations about there when they're go. going to be there and everything else, right? right? Like, like they they were telling Nan in and and the story, you know, in the, the version of the story that she told me that, like, no one does this. You they know? were just
1: like, oh, my gosh. And you were early and you brought additional. And then I had, you know, five, ten minutes to talk about something completely off of the main reason I was brought there and could potentially get me really good business. And
0: that, hold on. Like that's a nugget right there, right? If you get a shot, right in the in this situation, right? I mean, you guys, as industry is one. If of you're hardest. hungry, yeah, you get a shot with the doctor, right? And this is what it's all about. Like in that five or ten minutes, you got to turn the conversation yeah. to business. It's not enough that you were Johnny on the spot because you'll get taken advantage of.
2: Sure. Well, okay. So what Nan and I had the conversation. I said, well, we have a new program. While you're doing this good deed, she goes, should I bring it up? I go, absolutely, you should, because
1: now.
0: There's and actually, an I was just saying
1: that for his ego because I had already planned I was going to do this. I Like I told him, uh, I were you, prayed about were it for the last week. I wasn't nervous at all because yeah. I have she's rapport with this guy. You for know, sure. I like, and well, she's it like, took a year I? to get to this point point, but, but and can, it was well worth it.
3: I can relate that directly to construction because we do this a lot. We, you get three bids from similar companies like me and they all say the same thing except for I say, Hey, look, I know you're using stainless steel pipe on this one. You don't have to. You can use
2: PVC pipe. But well, let me ask you this question. So you're in there doing a job and you see where you could also add do value. something else for them. You could make right? value. Or yeah, I could lay this concrete a little bit further, or would you like yeah, this sure. expansion? Here's it's, an idea. it's an upsell.
3: Value engineering. Right. Okay. And that, that happens in every
2: and and I think that's to the point. While you're in there, if you're through the door, if you've got that opportunity, and maybe this is a A little bit of a segue, push push the envelope a little bit when when available, and you're doing and you know you're doing a a good job. A
0: lot of people would have some mind monsters around this idea of hey, I got invited in to this doctor. I just want to do the good deed. And then karma will come back and like help help me later on. And yeah, that's not that that's not how you get anywhere. So I'm curious for Nan, right? Who doesn't as an S, you don't love conflict, you don't run screaming at it like Clint does. So how do, how, do you make, how do you make yourself okay in, the, in that moment of like, okay, cool. I'm going to get five minutes. I got to make sure that I can well, talk a little bit about business.
1: The first thing is, I, I, as I stated a few minutes ago, I am extremely confident. And if you're not confident, I think it's really important to build that. And there are ways we can talk about that later. But I think we're all, we all have a tendency to migrate to comfort. But discomfort is what grows you. So when you're in a moment of, oh, this doesn't feel good. Do it anyway. Make I mean, it happen.
0: I couldn't have said that better myself. Yeah. Honestly. So we're we're about to get into the th- into the throwdown session, but not yet, because Nan wrote a bunch of notes, right? No, and I'm good. No, but hold on, <laughs> hold on. This is I gonna like make her uncomfortable. <laughs> but there's some notes on here that I think are important to talk about. And I since think
1: I've actually said all of them. i kind of you think separate. so? Yeah, it's good. Except for my ending statement so that I just real- wrote
0: just real quick i'm going to read over some of the ones you have not talked about today right, because so. i'd like you to expand upon them a little bit because i think that i think that this is important right, all right, all right. um let's see here choose your words wisely what do you mean by well, that Well,
1: i always say that that's kind of like my mantra of um, you are a slave to your spoken word and a master of your unspoken words so if you're going to say something it better be meaningful and it better not be hurtful. And I mean, just think about what you're saying, how you're reacting to people. It's so vital. It matters later. And I'm not saying, believe me, George, I am not perfect, but the older I get and I've gotten old, I have totally learned people are affected by your words, good and bad. So every day I'm just like trying to be more mindful of that. And I just, I, I promise you, if you think about it, if you're mastering Your verbiage, you will be pleased. It just makes life better. It does.
0: So over here you have, don't be defensive. And in the same bubble you say, don't have a low tolerance. I mean, high
1: tolerance. I think you should have a high tolerance of people. I think it's really important to, and that goes along with the whole mastering your words. I think people that are- You kind of have that
0: naturally though, right? Yeah.
1: But it can be developed. It is something you can master to say, you know, I'm not going to be thrown to the wind because you- or, you know, or whatever, think of what people do to other people. And if you let that affect you, and it, and it happens to every one of us, my best friend can do something to me. And I'm just like, whoa, he's just said you love me more than anyone. And then you did this. I mean, that's normal life stuff. I mean, we're just humans. We all have weird traits and we do weird stuff because of past crap. And I think it's really important to be mindful of, of our words and to not to have a high tolerance of others. I think it's really important. And the, you know, not be beat up at the sushi restaurant. You know, just, <laughs> just kidding.
0: Uh, and then the last one, and then I'll, I'll let you off the hook.
1: Confidence regardless of your situation. Same thing, basically. If you're, um, if you're having a, I mean, okay, I promise you this. I'm the happiest girl ever. I'm just like, love the Lord and have great friends and love these guys life is amazing, but I still have really, really bad days. But on those days is when I go, okay, this is a really bad day, but don't, you know, just have confidence in who you really are. We're like, you're not, nobody out there that's able to listen to this is pathetic. Trust me. You are here. You're learning, like move on, figure out how to be a tough person and tough, not meaning, you know, that you can, Beat someone up, but tough just handle circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> tough. Sorry. Inside I just you. went there again. Um, but but just tough that deal with circumstances. Don't be wimpy, man. If you live in the United States, you I mean, okay, now I'm yeah, peaking, up. but okay. really be tough.
0: All right. So now we're gonna get thank you, team P Paul, behind the booth, making it happen. All right, throw down mindset, uh, fears, mind monsters, Clint as a D.
3: Yeah, well, I think you have um, you have a natural inability as a high D to overcome a lot of those things because you put most of that stuff in your uh, your past, your rearview mirror. They happened, okay. Let's overcome it. Move on. Let's let's goal set right. So that happened. Let, let how do we move forward from this? Um, I I said this a couple times. Embarrassment is going to be. Maybe it's just me. I I doubt it because I know a lot of high Ds, I think embarrassment is probably your biggest grenade that's going to get thrown in your wheelhouse. How do you deal with that? The thing is, is that maybe you, you can't um, prepare for it, but how you overcome the situation of failure is big, right? So just like you do in every other situation, you move forward, you, you move past it, you learn from your failure, you grow, right? So embarrassment is is that for me now. Uh, that's a lot of life lessons. That's a lot of um, internal growth. I see that embarrassment coming. I see that it could happen, and I'm not worried about it. Don't let that fester and build, right? Get, get to the point. Get what you need out. And if anybody challenges that, look, if they're smarter than you and they're better than you and they know the subject more than you, learn from it. Great. Fantastic. I mean, yeah. exactly. Right. And if you can take that and now guess what, if you, if somebody taught you something, now, you know, everything that they know, you can only be better. And as a D, that's a fantastic thing, right? You Now you take everybody's knowledge that they just taught you and you move forward and you grow. Don't let that hinder you. Don't let it break your spirit. Don't let it break that drive that you have naturally. Take it and run with it.
0: Awesome. Al, for Ice?
2: Yeah, I mean it's along the same lines as a D, but you know, go in knowing that there are gonna be things that'll get you off your game and that it's not the end of the world, that the that it may not be the most successful sales call you've ever been on because somebody got you off your game. But learn again, learn from that and don't take that to heart. Learn to put it again, these are the same words of Clint, put that in your rearview mirror and take a deep breath. Realize that there's still value in your game. Hopefully you can look at your bank account or look at some of the success that you've had and 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 reload your tank, you know, put some more ammunition in your gun and go fight for another day.
1: Okay. that. So mine might not answer the question specifically, but I do want to share this. I love this so much. Michelangelo, the painter, um, <laughs> prayed, Lord, grant that I may always desire more than I can accomplish. I love that. Because that's just like uh, paint, you know. Have your goal be so great that you're not just every day just meandering around doing nothing, not getting something accomplished. Have a great goal, goal. And then one more thing: if you desire to do great things, seek to be a b- better person each day. And I think that meeting with us, listening to us, if we can just help each other, that's what I really think the purpose of this is. And I hope in some way that's what we're doing with y'all
0: i don't want to follow that at all you want to come back over here (laughs) yeah um so for c's a couple of things the first thing is you're if you're a c and you're in a sales role you're seeing a lot of these eyes that are just naturally the center of attention they tell these stories that they build rapport effortlessly and you're going to feel some pressure to try to be like the eye and i'm going to tell you to try to go against that right build rapport on your terms right find things that are important to you build rapport, build trust. You can have better conversations. You don't have to try to be the I or the D just go be yourself. Right. Because when you're authentic, your conversations are different. And so good, I love that. if, if you can be comfortable in your own skin as a C and be out there selling and, you know, networking and doing all these things, like that's a win. That's a huge win. The other thing that I'll tell you is you don't have to know everything. Right, which is which is like the worst medicine that I ever had to take as a salesperson because I was that guy. Right, if I know more than the other guy and I can save you a buck, you're an idiot if you don't buy from me. Right, and I've talked about this in the past. That that doesn't cut it. Right, you need to understand their motivation, and understand that their motivation not might not line up with yours, and that's okay. Um, so it's not it's not about you. Right, and it's not about the facts. Right, so sometimes logic has got to take a backseat to what they want. And things like that. So can you repeat?
1: It's not about you. It's, it's not, about about you. not about you. It's not about
0: you, right? Go figure out what they're looking for, and then if you can meet those needs, then present. But if you can't, save your time and move on to the next one, right? make it a, Make it a process about how much time can you save by not spending time with bad prospects.
2: Efficiency.
3: Yeah. Once again, that's what we're trying to do: is increase numbers, um, sure. maybe by one point, two points, three points.
2: And you guys just hit on a real thing. When you have all the money in the world. Guess what? You don't have enough of time.
0: Right? Absolutely, right? for
2: sure. So think about it that way. If you had all the money that you needed, you would be running through this because time would be your enemy.
0: Yeah,
3: I'll tell you. Um, if you guys are are really looking for some more out of this, the comments that we're getting, and we are getting them, it is negative and positive. They're all fantastic to me. They're all making us grow. Yeah, um, exactly. trying to help you grow. Uh, those those are really needed. Uh, get out there. Let's hear what you have to say because look, I- I'm giving you nuggets. Doc's giving you nuggets. Nan is giving you nuggets, and so does John. These are not these are not silver bullets that you can take and run with. You've got to implement these in your process, see how they work for you, maybe they don't, but maybe you resonate with one of us more than the other and it makes sense, right? Maybe you're having your struggles. All I can tell you is that I, I would love to help you guys out more. And more every day, the way we do that is feedback.
0: Yeah. My, my biggest theory is that the best high-performing sales people versus the people that are not as high-performing, they're not inherently that much better. They just manage their time better. Right. And, and they're willing to walk away from, yeah. you know, if you don't get a next step in my world, that's dead. It shouldn't even be, Create be habits in your CRM. Right? So, it, yeah. so you got to be laser focused with your time.
3: You know, the other thing is, is the best salespeople that I know in this game, we have conversations like this. Yeah, right? if you're
2: not asking questions, you're not learning, so, you're not challenging the, yourself. The ones that they think know it all
3: and they're out there struggling every day or the ones that will tell you, oh, that's bullshit. Don't do that. Do this. Mm-hmm. Look, guys, these guys are struggling. The guys that are, if, if you're listening, you have a lot of thoughts and ideas and you want to interject during the conversations of what we're talking about. That's growth, right? Yeah. You're growing from that. We're growing from that. And, and we can, we can help and also learn. Uh, I mean, I know that's not natural for a, a high D to say, I'm out, I'm out here doing this because I w- I want to hear your thoughts. I really do. So, I really care about it. I want to hear your thoughts okay. and, and learn how to grow from it.
0: So we're going to, we're going to end on that. So if you have subscribed, thank you very much. Um, we're on YouTube. We're on all the social, or I'm sorry, we're on all the podcast platforms. Leave a review. We do read them. We do take them to heart. Um, if you get any value out of this, you know someone else who is struggling, please share it with them. This is this is hard enough. You know, you don't have to do it on your own. I mean, I I am I'm here because of the people that I've surrounded myself with, like just 100 percent And that's hard for me to admit being a C. Um, so share this. We're on all social media, everything is at Sales Throwdown. If you want to take the assessment, because you don't know where you are on this thing, reach out to us, send an email to assessment at sales We can talk about how to make that happen. If you want it for your team, if you want us to come in, we can talk about that as well. Um, yeah, share, leave a review, subscribe, and we'll see everybody next week. Have a blessed day. Bye bye.